0: You're listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hey, thank you very much. Bye. Thank you very much. There you go. There's our intro for this week. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen
1: Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Thank uh, you very much for our lovely Mims. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, that
0: was novel, wasn't it? We had a comment on our last podcast saying did we fire the voiceover lady because we haven't done any for months and it's because i don't edit them in the same way that she doesn't appear on every episode because we're doing them on video now so i said to mims do you want to come along and do it live for us
1: (laughs) why not that's good guest
0: appearance (laughs) (laughs) um so thank you mims for that how are you doing dad
1: I'm doing very well. We've had a very noisy afternoon here. It's been bang, 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 sore, sore, sore. sore um, because they're right underneath us now. Whereas uh, last week and the week before they've been out in our extension, now they've moved into uh, below, which is used to be the gallery. And uh, it's been divided up into two um, with uh, connecting doors, you know. So folding doors so it's going to be one if we want it or two if we want it but there's a lot of noise been going on it really has and uh, so um, it would've been impossible to do the podcast then and we've had- this is
0: actually this is actually take 2 isn't it we did try it but it was just too noisy so we just decided to start again didn't we absolutely so how are you doing there dad are you good
1: I'm doing, yes, I'm doing very well, yes. um, It's been a, 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 I was going to say, it's been a quiet week, but it certainly hasn't been that. But a quiet week, as far as work's concerned, um, I finished off the Bulldog, as you know, and that went well. And uh, I haven't really got the next one lined up. I've got quite a lot to choose from. I've got at least half a dozen that I can choose, and I'm not sure what I'm going to use yet, so... It's going to be interesting, but I keep I keep guessing until next week.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, last week, I forgot to put the picture of the cat on screen in the edit. So That's this right. uh, this week, I will not forget to put the bulldog. This is as I watch this back on the edit. I'm going to remind myself, Steve, part of the picture of the bulldog now. There Good. it is. Screen. <laughs> um so let 's talk about this picture um, you We asked everyone last week sort of what they thought you might do uh, yeah. for the background because it was a very interesting background I'm just putting it up on my phone so I can see it while we talk about it um, and it looks great it's uh, it's your impressionistic style foliage background mm. um, but talk to us about the uh, the picture, Dad. What did you What did you decide to do with the uh, background for those that are listening and not watching?
1: Well, I was very fortunate because the reference picture I haven't got it here, so I can't show you again. But remember, I, I might have brought brought it up on the screen. Um, it was um, I used that background idea because it was good. I varied it a little bit, but basically that was a good idea. And uh, I was mentioning that um, professional photographers tend to put, um, you know, f- fade or um, make the background, um, uh, um, 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 you know, what's the word, out of focus. It's probably the word, there's probably a, a, a right word for that, but it's out of focus background. And because of that, it then brings the animal or the subject forward. And uh, I I do that a lot on my pictures. So this had that kind of already uh, set in place for me. All I had to do was interpret it, which I did. And uh, it came up very well, but there was a point uh, then when I'd done the foreground, which was a fairly straightforward job. And then the immediate, um, not so much background, but it, in, in relation to the dog, it was alongside. So you have to be a little bit more detailed with that. And then when you move back from that, that's when you have to start thinking very carefully about the the field of vision that you have, you know, the depth of field, I think they call that. So you, you, you've got, um, when I was doing that, I, at one point in time, I thought, I wonder if this is going to work. And uh, you actually see that on the video. I get to the point where I'm thinking, you know, is this going to work? Well, I know it will work because I've done it many times before, but there's a little doubt there. Um, but the main reason for that is the pastel met paper. It, it likes lots and lots of pastel. If you don't give it enough, um, it doesn't work. You can't rub it with your finger, which I demonstrate that. I do a little bit of it and try rubbing with a finger it. It's very bitty, it's very, um, it it streaks, probably for better, is a better word for it. So, and that would fox people and think, well, how is this gonna work then? But the answer is you put more pastel on and you keep pulling the pastel on until you get to the point where it's manageable. And when it gets to that point, it's fantastic. As Pastelmat does like plenty of pastel, unlike uh, Ongrey, which, if you overdid on grey, it doesn't like it too much. So, um, but pastel perfect for that. So that that was the um, that was that was the point. Which all the way through the picture, I, I I was thinking, you know, I've got to do this background. And the other thing you've got to remember is you've got to put light against dark all the time. So, and if you're not careful, that could be contrived. You know, you've got a dark here. Well, what do you put against a dark here, you can't put a dark tree against it. So. Or foliage so you have to put a light and then you've got a light down the side of the of the face um, you've got a lot of white there what do you do with that you can't you've got to put something dark in there you can't make it too light you see what I mean these are the things that you have to think and you have to work it in to the background and not making the background too so say contrived um, which doesn't always happen with photography because of a the chapter taking the photograph, or the lady taking the photograph, hasn't got any choice. They've got to take the photograph as to what they see. They can't move it like we can. An artist can move things around and change things around so it's a better representation.
0: And is this one all pencils? Because they're usually when you get to impressionistic backgrounds, you incorporate... Oh. Soft pastel or, or something else, but is this all past
1: uh all pencil yes, i do, and that's a good point actually i did have a uh, i did get to a point there where I was thinking maybe I shall bring the soft pastels in, but recently i haven't done that I've used the pencils mainly because the pastel matte paper um, will take more uh, levels more um, you know um, what do you call it levels, what do you call layers? Them? Layers. Layers. <laughs> more layers. And uh, so therefore you can you can actually get away with the pencil. But I did, did wonder whether I was going to end up using uh, the soft pastel or the stick pastel, should I say. Uh, but I didn't. And uh, it turned out very well. I think probably I'm going to do that more, actually, rather than uh, use the soft pastel. I think I'm going to Stick to the pencils. Mm.
0: So let's talk about the dog itself. Um, similar colouring to a boxer dog, um, which you you did a long time ago, and kind of similar, kind of similar dogs. I think they're quite close. Um, tell us about how you found the the dog itself to do.
1: Mm. Well, uh, it was quite a while ago since I did the boxer. And since then I've done a great deal of work and you always get more, with more experience, you get different techniques creep in. And uh, it so happened with this this, um, box, uh, this um, bulldog. I mean, it's still got that put, sort of pushed in face. So you still have that to contend with, but I must be honest, it didn't enter my mind when I was doing the bulldog, to um, sort of relive the boxer Um, it it, it went right out of my mind so and I think that's the right thing to do you should see every picture in it on its merit Uh, so it didn't and certainly when uh, generally speaking I say work in the direction of uh, fur don't I it's a a common phrase of mine in this case you'll see when you see the video and certainly where I'm using the Uh, the side of the head where it's turned to one side and you've got the um, sort of ochery colour I didn't stick to that rule at all in fact I didn't stick to the rule anywhere on that um, ochre the only time I did um, put some more direction of fur in is um, the white on the muzzle but and but otherwise I didn't so But it still looks good. It still has a, it still has a, you know, the the present. I think probably because the the dog um, has obviously got hair, but it's very fine hair. It's not long hair. So you can get away more with the um, the sort of round circular movements, which I was doing with this. But interesting though, people will find it different.
0: Yeah, absolutely what i love about this one um uh is the the foreground is very in focus it's very realistic because it's right below the animal mm. and then as you graduate further to the back it becomes more impressionistic like mm. there's less and less detail as you almost like a camera lens like gradually graduates using the depth of field what's more in focus what's more realistic and you're translating that through the level of detail that you're putting in i just mm. find that very interesting this one has a very clear foreground middle ground background and right. the differentiation of realistic slightly impressionistic impressionistic
1: mm. i think is what people are going to see and, and different about this than others i've done because you've got a an animal that uh, you know has um, paws and the um, a, a whole body, although it's facing you. Therefore, you've got to treat it um, slightly differently. You can't get away with any um, fogging, uh, which I do a lot. Yeah. So you've got to be careful. You've got to be careful to put in detail, but to not too much detail. I mean, if you if you were to blow that uh, foreground up, you'll find it's not as detailed as you think it is. I get the impression it is, but it isn't. It's bits and I'm
0: zooming in now to see. Yeah, it's very. It's 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 sort of vague, isn't it? But the textures mm-hmm. are
1: there. And in the in the um, video, I go quite close up, so people see that better. When you pull away, of course, it looks good. Okay? You get oh, look at all those little stones and and how the. Um, that the bulldog sits the other thing interesting and i didn 't realize is because on the reference picture the uh, the right hand side um, his, his left paw is slightly out of the um, focus it 's not quite it 's been cut off slightly on the reference picture, so I had to make that little bit up, and in making it up, I realized that he was actually it, 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 the pore was forward, but it was also slanting down slightly. See, one paw is lower than the other one, so I had to account for that as well. It was interesting little things that happen uh, when you get when you make things up, which I had to do with that. I couldn't cut his paw off. Uh, I had to. It, 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 all the information was there. And I just had to fill it up. But that also gave me an opportunity of making the. That, um, instead of the horizon line, or the, the line being right across, it dips down on that side, which makes it more interesting, I think.
0: Yeah, I didn't even notice that before you said that, um, that it yeah. slightly dips down and about that, poor. That's a really interesting
1: detail. Yeah. Like. It's, it's interesting. And the other thing I did with that, um, and the reference picture didn't show it, I put some grass under his front where he was sitting, where he's sitting just the indication of some grass there that wasn't there. But I thought I will do that because then it looks more realistic if I then carry on the grass on the on the other side of the um, obvious left. Um, ball you see, these are little tiny things you have to think about when you're doing something like this to, to make it representative and also very attractive, which I think that is an attractive picture.
0: I agree. And I think that is um is lovely it's going to be really interesting uh for people to see this one back and i hope that just by talking about this picture people have picked up some tips about um this kind of positioning of an animal uh, and what you can do to uh, enhance it and and change the photograph if you need to mm-hmm. so no lovely thanks for sharing your experiences with that one dad um nice That's great. That's great. Fantastic. Well, I hope you're all looking forward to doing that one. Um, I'm looking forward to showing it to you. Um, So let's have a look just before we wrap up for today. We have a shout out for one of our younger students um, that will be listening. So we wanted to give a shout out to Lily Grace, who is 10 years old and um, with the help of their uh, great aunt, Carol, they are following some of your classes. So um i just thought we'd talk about because 10 years old is quite young and, and she did a lovely picture of one of your pictures yes, bailey the yes, bunny
1: yes yes that's about the youngest that uh, we've had i remember i think i've mentioned this before i had a 14 year old come to one of my workshops in fact she came to several of my workshops and she was very good and uh, she advanced in the time that i saw her uh, I suppose it would have been about 18 months, something like that, in different workshops I saw her. By the time she got to the last one, she was very good. She'd been doing the classes and doing the pastel pencil. Uh, she was, but as I say, she was only 14. And um, that, that, I think that's probably the youngest that I remember. I mean, there's probably plenty of others that uh, have had a go at it, and, and, but we don't know about it. But it's nice mm. to know that, 10, my goodness that's uh and she's made a very good job of it too i've got to say
0: yeah it's lovely to hear about it's lovely to hear about all of our students but it's incredibly special to know that there are some younger students out there that are following your work and um using you for inspiration because i just think that's lovely it's really nice okie dokie all right then well we'll check in with you next week dad and see how you're getting on with wrapping this new picture um if you have anything that you want us to talk about uh if you'd like a shout out then please just let us know get in touch with us uh you can get in touch with us by commenting on this video or sending us an email or visiting our website just go to codinbradleyart.com and you'll see many ways in which you can get in touch with us um i'm not going to call mims back for mm-hmm. call, right? <laughs>
1: <I was laughs> quite annoyed <laughs> <I'm> listening to <laughs>
0: But we will wrap it up there for this week. So thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley.
1: And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy your
0: week.